Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, this is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's, uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from Movies. Mini episode. Mini episode. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Uh, we're, uh, we're wrapping up Nick August Cage here. So yeah. um, we got a couple things to do with that. Uh, we have a new podcast host we'd like <gasps> to introduce. What? Um, but first, babe. Steve. What the fuck is all over your lap? <laughs> Alright, so, Steve, apparently now is, in addition to being Nick August Cage, and the most wonderful time of the year, it is also apparently chocolate season, so it is also... Oh, wait, here, you can take a picture? I guess now, yeah. Here, fair amount. I'm just... I just want people to see the quantity of chocolate you have in your lap it right now. It is chocolate now. season. It seems like a trap. <laughs> what, my lap full of snacks is a fucking trap? Lap snacks, lap snacks. Meow, 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 meow. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's chocolate season. Um, so I have been gathering snacks, as I do. And over the last couple of weeks, uh, our pile got really big, so we need to eat some. <laughs> yeah. We have five different flavors of Kit Kats. Jesus. Uh, two really fancy chocolate bars from our local brewery that I did not realize were $15 a piece till I purchased them. Yep. And uh, a flash from my childhood, apparently Dunkaroos are back. Yeah. So I, I, I just realized now they're from Betty Crocker. Right? So we have two flavors of Dunkaroos. I'm just going to check, make sure they didn't expire in 1994. <laughs> I just got them at the gas station, so. That, that, that means nothing, babe. <laughs> That means hmm, interesting. No expiration date. I think it's on the side. Okay, you win this round. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's start with Kit Kats. 
Okay. So I had picked up uh, for Easter, and we still have some around, <laughs> some Lemon Crisp Kit Kats. Yeah. And yes, yes, I know. Fuck Nestle. Absolutely. My nephew specifically asked for flavored Kit Kats. So, yeah. Uh, we will pop our tops here. So they're white chocolate colored yellow. They sure are. And they smell like white chocolate and lemon. With lemon flavored wet cream. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who's not a fan of white chocolate, these are actually pretty tasty. Yeah. They taste I like think the, the lemon flavor kind of breaks mm-hmm. up the otherwise just butter. Yeah, they taste a lot like the um, the inside filling on those... Uh, Ginger snaps with the lemon filling cookies they don't make anymore that I loved. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you like lemon cookies, these are delightful. Find the lemon crisp uh, Kit Kats. Yeah. If you like lemon, lemon Kit Kats are okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, otherwise, like, just the texture of the chocolate and everything is the typical white chocolate, mm-hmm. like you're licking a stick of butter kind of thing. But, but the lemon helps. And it's broken up with the Kit Kat. Yeah, yeah, a little texture and stuff mixed in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. So next up we have limited edition blueberry muffin Kit Kat. <laughs> nice little blue packaging. Picture of blueberry mm-hmm. muffin on there. All right. Based on the picture here, I believe this is also the white chocolate. Yeah, it looks uh, like purple colored. <laughs> they like look gray. <laughs> yeah, like a grayish purple. Yeah. like Is this mauve? Is this the color of the 80s? Maybe. Wow, they smell like blueberry. Super blueberry smell. Yeah. 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 Yeah, mauve colored. Excellent uh, crispy innards. Steve's gone in for the taste. Yeah. Yeah, it sort of tastes like that. Yeah, with the wafer and everything, yeah, that kind of tastes like a blueberry muffin. Huh. It tastes like there's like a little cinnamon streusel in between the uh, the Kit Kat layers. Yeah. Because you get that little hit of cinnamon when you break into it. No, what's it saying there? Anything as far as like other spices? Um... Yeah, with muffin flavored cream. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> Nothing like that muffin cream, am I right? Muffin cream, um, chocolate, graham cracker flour. Ah, uh, graham cracker. Um, okay. Yeah. That'll do it. Molasses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So wasn't just weird, like I don't know, seeing the picture of the blueberry muffin. There actually mm-hmm. was some stuff in there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. I'd recommend if you can find them. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we have a Kit Kat Duo. What? Strawberry with dark chocolate. Yeah. Crisp wafers and strawberry flavored cream plus dark chocolate. No, okay. Let's do it. I like strawberry. I like dark chocolate. Right? I don't think I've ever had a dark chocolate Kit Kat now that I think about it. Oh, you have? Because on one of the ones here, I've actually gotten for you. Oh, the mint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. All right. So this has the white chocolate on top. It's colored red. And then it has dark chocolate on the bottom. We're going to snap. Oh, my stick. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. It smells like strawberries and dark chocolate. Like, it smells like chocolate-covered strawberries. Yeah. This somehow smells more like real strawberries than most strawberry-flavored things. I don't... Kit Kat... You know what? The Japanese... No, they triple down on the, the flavoring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. That's surprisingly good. Yeah, dang. I was going to take a look. Uh, chocolate-covered strawberry, if there was, like, um, I don't know, some sort of crumble on top mm-hmm. of it. Like, like you know, sometimes you do, like, the sprinkled nuts or whatever on top. 
Yeah, the wafer has a, like a nuttiness to it. Yeah. Damn, not bad. Mm-hmm. I bet you guys are loving hearing all mm. this. <laughs> oh, there's at least one of you out there with your dick out and just... <laughs> Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> Next up from Kit Kat Duos, we have mocha plus chocolate. Ooh. Crisp wafers in a mocha cream with coffee bits and chocolate. Ooh. All right. Open up our little container. If I can. If you dare. All right, there we go. Sort of bending instead of tearing. Ripping in the tearing. <laughs> oh my god. This one doesn't want to come out. There we go. Alright. Alright, so again, we have like the white chocolate on top this time. Yeah, definitely with like coffee bits. Wow, the coffee's strong yeah. with this one. Snap. Yeah, we got the, the chocolate on the bottom. This is a lighter chocolate. Looks more like a traditional Kit Kat on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's super good. Yeah. That's, like, better than most, like, mocha-flavored desserts. Kit Kat, you're killing it. Yeah, it's almost like a uh, like a tiramisu kind of thing. Oh, and the Hershey. It's Hershey's, not Nestle. All oh. right. I mean, not that Hershey's is, like, the greatest company, but... Hey, nice they have an amusement flavor. park in Pennsylvania, allegedly, so... Right. All right. Next up, one that I know is Steve's favorite. Yeah. From Kit Kat Duos, we have mint and dark chocolate. Yeah, baby. Crisp wafers in a mint creme with dark chocolate. Ugh. Of course, the uh, light green on top and uh, looks like dark chocolate on the bottom. Dark chocolate on the bottom. Uh, for anybody out there who doesn't know, Steve loves, 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 loves mint. Yeah, mint chocolate. Uh, yeah, well, little mint chocolate cookies, uh, York peppermint patties, all that shit. Wow, it smells exactly like an Andy's candy. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And it looks like an Andy's candy in Kit Kat form. And it tastes like an Andy's candy. Yeah, just a little more um, wafer in there. If you've never had Andy's candies, guys, I do recommend them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mint's uh, not completely overpowering. It just kind of mm -hmm. melts well with the dark chocolate. And... Yeah, sometimes the minty things can get too much into the toothpaste realm. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, this is good. Yeah. Hey, damn, that's good. Mm -hmm. Good lineup, babe. Goddamn, five Kit Kats. <laughs> Alright. What up next, babe? $15 chocolate or Dunkaroos? Let's get the fucking Dunkaroos out of the way. I, uh, <laughs> let's Our, just, yeah. We'll do the, it'll, it'll be good to pat them on both sides with uh, <laughs> quality. No, I don't know. Alright, so this, we have Dunkaroos vanilla cookies with vanilla frosting and rainbow sprinkles. Oh, goddammit. <laughs> And it is in a traditional Dunkaroos package. Are you like, sure they're not, like, stuffed with avocado or glitter or some shit? <laughs> Alright. For some reason, I was remembering Dunkaroos as sticks, but that's probably I'm probably remembering a different cookie. Mm. But it's a little round... Uh... I'm pretty sure there were Dunkaroos sticks at one point. But... Yeah. Alright, so we've got uh, little round cookies about the size of, like, a nickel, you'd say? About that? Yeah. With a D on them? Maybe a quarter. i go a quarter of those. Maybe. <laughs> You see, a quarter is a 25 cent piece here in America for our international. <laughs> we have a pence. <laughs> Steve, grab a cookie. Got a, about a loony size. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, and there's a nice big D on the Yeah, on the, you ready to eat some D? <laughs> Stick this D in my mouth. All right, and then we got some uh, 
Yeah, babe, um, this frosting does not look the this greatest. This is Betty Crocker frosting. It's the worst frosting. Yeah, it is. Um, Duncan Hines is better frosting. I mean, it's not like white. <laughs> it's uh, it's about the same color as the wafer, which is a little unsettling, but it's got like little rainbow speckles in it. it has a, and a glossy sprinkles. sheen to it. <coughs> now, what? Sorry. It's obviously making my wife off. <laughs> Choking on it. The sprinkles have sort of low-key melted, so yeah. they're, like, smearing. But it doesn't taste terrible. It tastes like something you get at a kid's birthday party. Yeah. Yeah, it tastes like frosting. I mean, not good frosting. This It tastes no. like a... You know when you go down to Safeway and get the cheapest um, cupcakes for a kid's birthday party? Oh, yeah. That's what it tastes like. Yeah, I can see it. With sprinkles. Yeah, that's all you, babe. The cookies have a good texture. They're not too hard. Yeah, they yeah, have, yeah. They're that, kind of short. I mean, they're they're little vanilla wafers or whatever. Or... All right. Next up, we have Dunkaroos. Oh, God, there's more Dunkaroos with chocolate this time. <laughs> vanilla cookies and chocolate frosting. You want me to stick this chocolate D in my mouth now? <laughs> Goddamn, babe. <laughs> I'm going to pop this top. Am I? Flop. It has the handles to hold on to to pop it open. <laughs> Yes, your, wow. your snack food has handles. <laughs> Think about that. This chocolate frosting looks worse than that fun buddy. <laughs> yeah, that... Uh... This looks like something I cleaned up after the yeah. dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of dog, yeah, I guess we can uh, bring it up now. Uh, guys, we have a dog now. We um, do! I don't recall, it might have been mentioned on, a, on the last episode or whatever, but uh, we have a little puppy named Sushi. By little puppy, he's almost 50 pounds. Yeah. And, well, um, but uh, yeah, he, he's six months old. Uh, he's a Queensland healer mix. He's all just noodle legs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, so he got returned got, to the, the rescue enough times he got a free DNA test. So. All right. You guys ready for this? Make sure you take notes because it's a mix. <laughs> 23.3% Australian cattle dog. Yeah, it shows. Yeah, he's got the markings. Yeah, yeah, totally. And he has little speckly toes. Yeah, he has little speckly toes. By the way, he is just passed out right here <laughs> yes. under the microphone next to his bed. Next to his bed. Not in his bed. Next to his bed. We've been talking for the last, what, 15, 20 minutes, and he is just not even flinching. So We've been popping open candy, So yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, take note, cats. <laughs> By the way, they're, they're learning to love. All right, so 23% uh, cattle dog. Yep, 21% American pit bull terrier. Yeah, 18, I see no pit bull in him. Yeah, no pit bull whatsoever. 18% Siberian husky. I see no husky in him yeah. whatsoever. 11% treeing walker coon hound. He does have the long legs like the like the, the walker hounds. Yeah, and, and the, when you know, when, when oh, we've yeah. had to leave him alone and he starts doing the, he bays. the hound. <laughs> Which I guess is also a husky thing, but yeah, he definitely bays. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ten percent just bulldog, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten percent bulldog, and then six point four percent American bulldog. Which are the taller bulldogs? Oh, okay. He looks nothing like either of those. And lastly, ten percent super mutt. Yeah. Which I didn't even know was a thing, but super mutt. <laughs> American super mutt. Yeah. So yeah, back to these D's. Dunkaroos. Uh, I'm gonna stick this chocolate D in my mouth. All right, scoop up. I think some I like the excrement. the funfetti better than the chocolate. The chocolate's like sticky sweet. Yeah. That's all you, babe. <laughs> Guys. I hope those weren't 15 goddamn dollars. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. The aftertaste on it is really bad. Really bad. Wow. 
Do you just want a plain cookie to like clear your mouth? Yeah, out? maybe, maybe. <laughs> like, I'm like water. looking for water or beer or something. <laughs> you want an to... iced tea? I have some iced tea. I'm sure, yeah. Give me some of that dirty water. <laughs> yeah, guys, don't get the chocolate. The funfetti is better. Ugh. Marginally. Honestly, I would say just get your go get some vanilla wafers and just get like a tub of cream cheese frosting. That's grown up Dunkaroos right there. Yeah, By the way, you, that, used, that was my no, dinner no. of many nights before I met Steve. <laughs> I always had a tub of cream cheese frosting in the fridge. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. We learned from the day. I remember going there like, oh, you uh, making cupcakes or something? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I just like to have it on hand. <laughs> so while I'm downing you know, those uh, Totino's freezer pizzas or The whatever, lovely bachelor pizzas. That's right. I was hoping vanilla wafers. <laughs> All right, so Steve, the... the Creme de la creme, fifteen dollar bar. I have thirty dollars worth of chocolate Jesus in my up right now. I'm sorry, I had been drinking. We'd been to multiple bars. I bought one of each of these for a friend. <laughs> she of was left soon. unattended while I was getting three dollar beers. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I also got some of those uh, delicious barley wines. So that's true. Um, yeah, would you like to try the? Let's do the that one, the one in your hand first. All right. So we have from Ketos Brewing Coconut Stout. It has little ermine on the front. He's a little weasel. Yeah. Chocolate bar made with beer. Like it's frozen. No, it's <laughs> uh, coconut chocolate stout chocolate bar. Ingredients. Organic cacao beans. Organic coconut sugar. Organic cacao butter. Coconut beer stout. So that's why it's $15. It's all organic. Right? It's all that organic shit. All Where's right. my corn subsidies? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, wow. okay, that's the wrapper. <laughs> like, holy shit, it's yeah, so dark. that's dark. <laughs> it's dark and somehow shiny. Yeah. Right. through the apparently multiple layers. Alright. Ooh, it's pretty. It is very dark. Oh, yeah. I'd say uh, Idris Elba. Is that, is that the, the color you would... Uh... <laughs> Wesley Snipes? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, you know what? I'll give it a Wesley. <laughs> I mean, the rapper's Tyrone Corbin, but... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I don't get any coconut on the scent. Yeah, it's just... It smells like chocolate. Huh. It okay. tastes like bitter cooking chocolate. Yeah, exactly. It just tastes like bitter chocolate. Like, I'm not getting coconut. I'm not getting really the roasted stout stuff. Mm-mm. Like, this tastes like, um, like bittersweet chocolate, like baking chocolate. Yeah, like that 80, 85% cacao mm -hmm. shit. Yeah, wow. I mean, the mouthfeel is nice. It's been tempered nicely. It doesn't have any of those weird white marks. Yeah, yeah. That, but yeah, no, but, I'm not getting, like, any coconut, anything other than the, the cacao. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I like dark, I like oh, dark yeah, chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one who buys the 72% cacao yeah, just, bars. Yeah, yeah, just, just not, yeah, yeah. Not usually for $15 a piece. Yeah, that's nuts. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ketos. Uh, you got some uh, making up to do with this last one. Babe, what, what do we have there in your hand? I have, from Ketos Brewing, a bigger, gayer bar. <laughs> Chocolate bar inspired by the big gay ale. Oh, oh, the one with the glitter in it. Yes. Uh, okay. That I think we did during Nick August Cage. That's right. Yeah, I think I was on the last episode. Ingredients, organic cacao beans, organic cane sugar, organic cacao butter, blonde ale, beer, and hibiscus. 
Let's get through this uh, gay-ass package. All right. What's the over-under on it actually being shimmering and glittery? And... <laughs> I don't see glitter Oh, God. If it opens up, it's a glitter bomb. I'm going to be very fucking upset. Like, Kito's here on watch. <laughs> he is going to drive down to Salt Lake City. They will drive down there just bars. to smack literally the person closest to these bars. <laughs> all right. Nope. No glitter. All right. No glitter. Hmm. Looks... Almost identical to the uh, the other yeah. chocolate. I mean, again, well-tempered, nice color, excellent snap. Again, not much on the aroma. Yeah, not getting any pale ale, not getting any hibiscus. And I've had, like, beer-inspired uh, chocolate before. I forget who, was it Russian River who had the, like, the hop, the hop oh, chocolate? There were a couple, but... Yeah, we've tried a couple of them. And, like, ones that have malts, like, in them. There was one that had malts in it, and it was, like, eating eating horse feed with your chocolate, but yeah. weirdly good at the same time. Yeah, it was uh, interesting. And, yeah, yeah the mouthfeel with, with that particular one. But I think this is exactly the same chocolate. I think we got yeah. pushwoggled, babe. Like, I, I kind of think we did, too. It's good chocolate. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's good. It's like that, uh, that yeah, the 72% cacao bar you get at, like, Trader Joe's for... What a dollar for three of them? <laughs> three. I think it's a dollar fifty now. Inflation yeah. has hit. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Fifty cents a bar as opposed to fifteen bucks. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Yeah. yeah. Look, I assume it's going to a good cause. Keto's give a couple dollars to I, I don't know any of the foundations and stuff for Pride or Save I think the Earth. I get a little hibiscus on the end. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm just getting cacao. I'm getting a little something on the end, but I can't really identify it. This one seems like a little lighter than the last one, like. But it's like seventy two percent instead of eighty percent. That's it's got something a little herbal on the end. All right, yeah. Steve. Which would you eat again? Which would you never touch again? Uh, well, babe, I'm sorry. Those fucking dunkers. The fucking dunkers are awful. Like, <laughs> like, I want them out of my house by this evening. I, I, I don't. I can't sleep with those in my house. <laughs> I'll take them out to the big dumpster. I don't want the pets yeah, getting into exactly. it. Exactly. Oh yeah, it'll clear out those fucking hornets. It'd be great. Um. I mean, the, the chocolate bars from Ketos, I mean, they're good. Just, I, I feel hoodswoggled and definitely yeah. not worth the 15 bucks a pop or whatever. They did the a good job. I'm sure it's small batch artisanal, but guys, the price point for what you get doesn't really match up. Like, I think I want a whole ass hibiscus flower in the chocolate. Let's see. If I'm a to rank these from bottom to top, these Kit Kat bars. Yeah. The Lemon Crisp is kind of at the bottom. Like, they're not as bad as just white chocolate, but... It's definitely mm-hmm. the one where it's most like, okay, I'm sucking on a stick of butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably right above that, I'd have the mocha one. You don't like cho- coffee, though. I mean, it's still good. It's just, yeah, coffee's not not my bag, baby. Yeah. And then probably the blueberry muffin. Okay. That was surprisingly good. I didn't know what to expect. That one with the gram yeah. and everything. And then, yeah, the strawberry chocolate one, probably number two. And then, yeah, I just love the mint and dark chocolate. That's just my bag. How about you? Nice. Um... None of them were bad. Like, no, this no, is, yeah. these are all, honestly, for me, as far as Kit Kats go, these are all like sevens. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Lemon Crisp is yeah. like a six, yeah. Yeah, see, I actually really liked the Lemon Crisp. Okay. I think the Lemon Crisp yeah. is up for me. Um, uh, I probably put the strawberry as my lowest, not because it's bad or anything, but I feel like I've had that flavor before. Yeah. And the mocha's right above that. Again, not because it's bad, but because I think I've had that flavor before. Okay. Um, and then just for me, probably the mints because I'm not a huge mint fan. 
I but I'm happy to get them and give them to my husband who loves mints. There you go. So blueberry muffin. And then at the probably top? blueberry muffin and then the lemon crisp. Oh, lemon crisp at the top. Yeah, I really oh, like the oh, lemon crisp. Okay. I it 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 I think it taps it taps into those 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 beautiful ginger ginger lemon cream cookies that I can't get anymore, the cars that I love. Oh, so it's that childhood memory thing. I, yeah, yeah okay. I, it's nostalgia 100%. But honestly, like I would not kick any of these out of bed. Steve <laughs> having someone who's rolled into chocolate you've left in bed I <laughs> I know that's a thing <laughs> rolled into it woke up to pets licking it off of you yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> guys what I'm saying is marriage can be tough sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and then the Dunkaroos I placed the funfetti over the chocolate and I placed yeah. the cookie above both the frosting yeah the chocolate one I yeah I don't know the chocolate's bad yeah it's it's rough the roughest fish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So did the Kit Kats win of all these fancy yeah. desserts? Yeah, yeah, Kit Kats. I, hmm. I I think even the worst Kit Kat to me, above the oh. others, which is kind of yeah. kind of sad to say. And they're like, oh, fifteen dollars chocolate. And just chasing the chocolate bar. It's like, I mean, it's good, but yeah. Yeah, it's whatever. a high quality chocolate bar. I don't want to yeah. knock it, but for that price point, I wanted something special. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. I I can get the same size. Hershey bar for what buck fifty two bucks something like that. Uh, I wouldn't uh, compare it to Hershey's, but like uh, those um, yeah, like the seventy two the, the, the ones Ghirardelli, the Ghirardelli ones, yeah, the Trader Joe's yeah, 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 ones, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. Guys, chocolate. Speaking of chocolate, <laughs> excellent segue, Steve, babe. <laughs> Steve. We're wrapping up Nick August Cage, Nick as you know. Nick August Cage. And so uh, I had a little thought. Oh no. We're having the, the possibly the latest of five Nicolas Cage renaissances in our lifetime. Yeah. He just keeps peaking. Oh, oh, and then I peek after. Oh. And he's got a couple small projects and stuff going on now. I I, I think he's doing a couple of westerns and stuff like that Ooh. right now. There's rumors about they talk about National Treasure 3, but they're also like I, I don't know. D- D- Disney came out with something this week that was basically like, hey, we got a good script for National Treasure 3. We just need Nicolas Cage to okay it so someone else can star in it. That's that's not how that shit works. No, you fuck don't... you guys. We want Nick Cage. <laughs> you just want Nick Cage to give a nice soundbite so you can be like, oh, see, he, he he's okay with us uh, kicking him out of the franchise. Fuck that. It, it does like make me wonder what happened between Disney and Nick Cage that they won't oh. work with him. Because Disney's normally like... I hear j- the jingling of change. I'll make that. Here's the thing. I I, I feel like they already sh- had shot, like, half of Na- National Treasure 3. Yeah. That's why they had, like, the pyramid in the cathedral in New Orleans and stuff yeah. like that. And, like, a couple other things. But then they just decided, nope, never mind. The last one didn't make a billion dollars or something. Didn't make a billion dollars. It's 2003. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I thought, babe, since he's having this renaissance, how do we fit him into all the other... Uh, <gasps> cinematic universes and stuff out there um so first up transformers oh how do we how do we fit them in there or do we just keep them the fuck away from it and let marky mark do whatever he does over there all right so what i propose since obviously we have to kill um what's his name the first detron uh optimus prime every episode I mean, yeah. Yeah, so you have to kill Optimus Prime. Or turn him evil, then kill him, and he comes back good, or whatever the fuck happens. So we kill off Optimus Prime, and then we can have Optimus Cage take his place. (laughs) 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 All right, here's my idea. Nobody likes John Turturro. 
No. Is it even before uh, the, John, G, the Jesus rolls or whatever? John Turturro doesn't like John Turturro. <laughs> <laughs> John Turturro's agent doesn't like John Turturro. He's like, why do people keep hiring me? No. <laughs> but So we need a new government official to step in in his oh, place. Oh, shit. Because there's always got to be the government influence or whatever. Yeah. In walks uh, Nicholas Cage. I'm sorry, in walks Stanley Goodspeed. Oh, shit. <laughs> we bring it in. <laughs> I just wanted to call Opt... opt- I just want him to call Optimus Prime an a-hole! <laughs> oh, or what if we took Nicolas Cage's character from Jiu-Jitsu that was wildly underused? Wily, okay. Yeah, basically a homeless hermit who's just been wandering around in the wild, lost his mind a little bit. He may hold the key to whatever the fuck is happening with Transformers this year. <laughs> and then we can just have Nicolas Cage come in Transformers and be like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Alright, alright, I can see it. All right. What about like a horror franchise? Like, Ooh. there's a lot of there's like the I, I know there's like the Conjuring cinematic universe, yeah, quote unquote, and shit like that. Saw and... all those. What would it be a good good one for him to get in on? Mm. I mean, I really, as much as they keep fucking with it, I still like the Conjuring and Insidious universes, yeah, yeah. which I think might be the same universe now. I'm a little unclear. I mean, it's just the same directors, producers, actors, everything. But then it's like, oh no, this one's in 1974. And this one's, I don't know, 2012. Right? Oh, we could do sort of like a uh, um, Pay the Ghost. Nicolas Cage's kid is kidnapped by spirits. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then he can be the one who helps go and try to find the Warrens or the psychic dead lady or the nun or whatever the fuck we decide to pick. But he basically plays it straight as the concerned parent while the ghost chaos happens around him. Okay. So okay. we can properly set him up for a proper Nick Cage freakout. Okay. I got one. Nicholas Cage and his wife, uh, played by Elizabeth Shue. I don't there know. We go. Let's get yeah. them back together again. Why yeah. not? Yeah. They, uh, they've adopted... Because, you know, they're a, a, oh. of a certain age. Yeah. Maybe they had a tragedy where, you know, the kids... I, I, I don't know. They were they were in a horrible accident out at Crystal Lake. Camp Crystal Lake one summer. Something uh, like that. Right? Is this uh is this the couple from Surrogate? So that <laughs> Oh no, from uh, Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, Nicholas Cage and Gina Gershon. They've adopted now. Yeah, they decided obviously after their last experience was trying to get a surrogate. Yeah. So they, they've adopted this this young girl, eh, you know, about ten years old. Out of uh, Bulgaria, Russia, you know, one of those Eastern European countries. Yeah. So, you know, less questions, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Babe, this is Orphan again. <gasps> Have you seen the movie Orphan? It's been a very long time. <laughs> All right, babe. All right, spo- spoiler alert for Orphan. Because apparently <laughs> there's another Orphan movie coming out called Orphan First Kill, which I think is this exact same premise. <laughs> uh, so... They, they adopt this 10-year-old girl. Uh, but there's something weird about her. You know, it's all okay. She was, you know, in Russia. She's been through the system over there. Who knows what it could be? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Uh, then things start happening where, you know, animals start dying. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's also a scene where I think like a hand slides under a blanket and a little handy to the dad. Oh, kind my. Of a thing. I, I, you know, he's a little drunk, so I was like, wait, what? Did that really happen? Kind of a thing, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. Uh, big twist at the end. 
it's actually like a 28 year old That's like right. Russian midget or whatever <laughs> who's been like killing people and like going through the orphanage system. <laughs> and so this is the next step. But j- just the, I mean, we've seen when the daughter of <laughs> in, in a relationship, uh, it was a between worlds or between whatever, worlds. just a little under blanket yeah. handy or whatever. It's just Nick Cage like, whoa, whoa, what? what's happening? This is, uh, sweetie, no. <laughs> And then the twist at the edge, you bitch! How could you do this? Ah! Yes, I'm sold! <laughs> or the Gary Busey role of government agent like Predator 2. <laughs> you just want to see him as a government agent and everything, right? I, I mean, he's got the hairline for it. So. <laughs> or a bit fast and furious. Oh, well, let's keep with the government agent since obviously The Rock has been fired from the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> After he's been arrested multiple times and whatnot. So the agent who replaces him is Agent Stanley Goodspeed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, still the same. Uh, <laughs> agent Memphis Reigns. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, he finally got his shit together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got together, got a good government job. All his right. His wife, Laura Linney, stays at home watching the Raptor children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. All right. The obvious answer is that he runs the race station floating above space, oh, and he yes. does it with a Russian accent. But what 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 do we know about Brian's dad? <gasps> Just saying. Is his last name Goodspeed? <laughs> no, no. Like 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 I'm trying to remember like the the first movie or maybe Too Fast Too Furious. Like he mentioned something like me and my dad never got along, and he wasn't there enough to really care or something like that. Like blah blah blah. So what if it's Nick Cage, yes. who now knows he's got, uh, he doesn't have a grandchild out there, but he's got, I don't know, a great nephew or something that's Brian's name, you know, Vin Diesel's kid or whatever. Because well, Brian's in hiding. Oh shit, that's right, he's still alive. That's right. <laughs> I keep forgetting he's still alive in the fucking series of movies. Shit. The look no, on Steve's no. face. The look on Steve's face just now was like, babe, what? Babe, no, no, here it is. <laughs> They're going to the race station. Brian's having second thoughts, though, because, you know, uh, yeah, because Mia, Mia, or what, Mia whatever is pregnant. <laughs> and so, you know, he's, he's about to be a father. Yeah. Nicholas Cage is about to be a grandfather, so he wants back in the life because he runs the space station. Yes! That's where his dad's been so long. He yes! was an astronaut. Race car driver, apparently. <laughs> well, it was easier to teach, teach a race car driver to go to space than it was to teach an astronaut yeah, exa- how to drive a race exactly. car. Exactly. <laughs> also, dot, 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 some sort of MacGuffin that controls everything like they've had the last four movies. Oh, no, they're just going to crash the whole damn thing like oh, in the middle of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Talladega Nightfall. Yes! <laughs> the station's oh, my God. coming back into orbit. Ah! <laughs> the entire state of Alabama is going to be wiped off the map. And the captain's got to go down with his ship. So he's just riding oh, in. Oh, ah! Face melting shit. off and shit. Yeah. <laughs> we play some Dido in the background. Make it really emotional. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we just wrote the nice Fast and Furious. <laughs> Money, please. <laughs> Patent pending. All right. Now we're getting to some big ones. Because <laughs> Fast and Furious is a big franchise. Apparently. <laughs> Star Wars. Oh. Um, oh, so we do, since prequels are all the rage, okay. we uh, we get our young Han Solo, Nick Cage is his, his Han Solo's dad. 
You see, I see Nick as like a like a Grand Moff Tarkin, like one of those like generals oh, or whatever, yeah. like on the ship or whatever, like. You know, just a couple scenes where he's like, you know, spouting off some gibberish like, oh, Lord Vader, blah, 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 blah. Maybe this one's got a little bit of an emotional streak, so then Vader does like the little grip thing on him, like, oh, <laughs> Yes. But but there's so many Star Wars things going on. Like, I know there's a Taika Waititi movie they're working on. Oh. So he, uh, yeah. he's the one with the balls to work Nick Cage in there somehow. <laughs> uh, Taika, what, does our world deserve Taika Waititi? I mean... Like I, I like to think so. <laughs> the way we've acted, do we even deserve him? <laughs> yeah. uh, apparently, uh, Ryan Johnson's getting a trilogy too. Who's he? He's the one that did the Last Jedi. Oh shit! Which now everybody thinks is the greatest Star Wars movie Yay! ever because you know it actually did something. <laughs> right. Empire Strikes Back is everybody's favorite, babe. You know that. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I'm sorry. Favorite in the last forty years. <laughs> Uh, but, okay, babe, you, you talked about the Han Solo series. Yeah. There's apparently also a Lando series that's going to oh. be done out there. Oh, my God. Who what ran they... Cloud City before Lando did? Who runs Cloud Obviously, it's Tina Turner. Oh, shit. You know, <laughs> no, you know, you know who Nick Cage can play? Who? You know Lando's buddy in uh, Empire Strikes Back, everybody's favorite, the, like, bald dude with the, oh, like, yeah. robot ears or whatever? yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Nick Cage gets to shave his head? Yes. <laughs> I was actually just thinking, what if Nick Cage was Lando's dad? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like Nick Cage, uh, Angela Bassett, kind of? Yeah. Kind of collabo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of want to see him as, like, the villain. The, the, the villainous kingpin who runs Cloud City before Lando. That would Lando, be pretty good. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah, gets gets kinda the people cl- behind him and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and makes his own profit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cleans up that casino town. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Uh, Star Trek. Oh. One thing immediately came up. Oh, I know exactly what I want him as. What's that? Con. I, I mean, re- yeah, I superhuman, re- super strength. I, I want yeah. a remake of Star Trek too. Does he do the Ricardo Montalban ascent? Yes. <laughs> Because the thing that popped up for me, he has to be an Andorian. Like, oh, like Jeff Coons. Oh, the, the blue little good. antenna guys or that whatever. Because be yeah, they have the yeah. like violent temper and stuff like that too. Right. But are also very like, no, we are the greatest race. You're like, <laughs> like they're great under pressure and everything. But they're also like, you ain't shit. <laughs> like we will take you kind of thing. I, don't know. I, I want like. I want Nick Cage and Stanley Tucci as Andorians. It's a buddy comedy. <laughs> the two of them just losing their shit at each other. Yeah. Uh, Alright, I got the Dark Universe, but he's already playing Dracula and Renfield, so we right. kind of get that as a one-off. Yeah, yeah, I think God, we... I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited for it. <laughs> Don't Jesus. let me the fuck down. Don't. Alright, the DCEU. Apparently that's still a thing, the DC comic one. Okay. Do we just deep fake him in as Ezra Miller? <laughs> I was thinking, I mean, obviously you have to reboot everything. Superman's dad. You'd definitely do better than Costner. Right? Even if he just kind of stood out there as the Twilight Typhoon's going around. Guys, what the fuck? Uh, like, if you have to kill off Jonathan Kent for some reason. By the way, you don't. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, we do a prequel. He's uh, he's Jonathan Kent. Like we do maybe like a like a small world where like because he's age appropriate, Superman's like a teenager starting to hit puberty, discovering his powers. Stan's gotta you know teach him about a uh, way you know the ways of a man without you know blasting through a woman. <laughs> <laughs> No, you must pull out, son. Yeah. Oh shit! Or he could be uh, Jarrell or whatever. The dad uh, like talks to him oh, on, yeah. a, on a baby recorder or whatever. <laughs> no, guys, I, I I got it. I got it. Okay. Zod. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we pull Zod. Yeah. Sorry, Michael Shannon. <laughs> nah. Michael Shannon, you were fine, but you're not Nicolas Cage. All right, babe. Now we got get, got to come to the big one. Okay. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. I don't know about you. I have a top five that's actually six. So Go for it. I'm going to let you take this one. <laughs> All right. The honorable mention one. Mm-hmm. I know Marvel doesn't have the balls to do it. Yeah. Dr. Fu Manchu. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if they have the rights, <laughs> but as we know from the uh, Rob Zombie, uh, <laughs> uh, was it Grindhouse or whatever, commercial... Where he stars as Dr. Fu Manchu in Werewolf Woman of the SS. Yeah. It could happen. In, in in the role that Christopher Lee made famous to the Western world. <laughs> I feel like he would take it as an honor. I don't know. Uh, number five. Mm-hmm. The Voice of the Silver Surfer. Okay. I know I know. in uh, the Fantastic Four movie a couple years ago it was Lawrence Fishburne. Sorry, Larry. You got Nicolas Cage now. He's got caged. But, by the way, you're uh, you're the new J.K. Simmons, right? Yeah. Or was that? Oh shit! No, that was that Amazing Spider-Man, wasn't it? I yeah, yeah yeah I don't know. I don't even care anymore. Yeah, sorry, Larry. <laughs> hey, Larry, do better. No. <laughs> we love you, Larry. Here, insert commercial here. Hey, baby, how'd you like to come home with me tonight? I don't know. You got a contract? I got a standard one-night affair right here with optional episode in the morning. You know, this oral clause seems a little one-sided. Has this ever happened to you? Hi, I'm Larry Fishburne of Moss, Reeves, and Fishburne Associates. If you need help negotiating your latest sexual conquest, call me. No matter what you're looking for, whether it's full penetration, DVDA, backdoor access, optional escapades, multiple consumer contracts, video distribution rights, non-disclosure agreements, no matter what you're looking for in a date, we can help. We've been negotiating these contracts for over 20 years, ever since shit got really weird in the 90s. Where Fifty Shades of Grey may have set the groundwork for these kind of contracts, we took it the next step and made it work for you. So call me at 555-555-5556. Or you can meet me at my office at the Glue Glue Club at the corner of State Street and 7200 South. Open Monday through Friday till 8, Saturday till 5, close Sundays. And that's Larry Fishburne. Remember, I don't get paid till you get laid. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, number four. Speaking of Fantastic Four, why not have him as Doctor Doom? Oh shit! What have age-appropriate scientists, not just teenagers? I mean, maybe. Uh, also, guys, let's face it. After this movie, it's just his voice and a fucking CGI character yeah. or some seven-foot Scandinavian dude in a suit. Yeah. So. Number three, 
give the people what the fuck they want. He's Mephisto. Oh, shit. I mean, Mr. you know. Mr. Fister. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, Mephisto, basically Marvel's devil or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Fister. He's coming for your butt. (laughs) Number two, obviously coming back as the Ghost Rider. Yeah. Multiverse, whatever. You can even have a new one played by who gives a shit. Oh my god, you guys, what if we did the Spider-Verse, but we did the Ghost (laughs) Rider-Verse? Well, he's already in the Spider-Verse. He's Noir Spider. Yeah. (laughs) But babe, number one. Yeah. It's funny you were joking about Mr. Fister, because are you familiar with the character Mr. Sinister? No. Okay, uh, I think he had a couple episode arc in the old X-Men cartoon or whatever. Are are you sure this isn't a Venture Brothers character? No, I'm certain. (laughs) Okay, so he's a 19th century scientist who was uh, turned into an immortal mutant, bent on creating a a being of genetic perfection and forcing the human race into the next stage of e- of evolution by weeding out the weak. Oh shit! That's yeah. basically his tagline. So he's basically like like a like a Doctor Frankenstein that was working on perfecting humans and somehow turned himself into an immortal, powerful mutant. Yeah. He's already worked with Apocalypse in the comics. Oh shit! So yeah. Because it's kind of the same thing. Like he makes. Uh, mutants around him stronger and stuff too like with his science and his work and stuff like that okay and the his whole meaning behind it is because he's coping with his wife's death who mm. lost to like some disease or whatever so he's trying to weed out disease ah, and all that. so he's an old-timey mr freeze exactly excellent but with mutant superpowers and yeah. i mean give yeah, it because mr freeze doesn't have any mutant superpowers uh, oh he's powered by diamonds and puns apparently <laughs> Tell me you don't want to engage in that role. <laughs> I mean, uh, he, he's not the greatest when it comes to puns, but that's just more <laughs> the writing around him. Anyway, it yeah. doesn't matter. I'm sure he'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wouldn't that not be like the role made for the perfect, for the greatest living actor? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, phenomenal. I'm in. And guys, you're, you're already trying to get the uh, X-Men uh, whatever franchise off the week. Maybe makes it Mr. Sinister, you know. Kind of like you did with First Class, where it's like the one-off the one-off character, what was it, Sebastian Shaw or whatever that like nobody knows about. Yeah. Should, should have mutton chops, but didn't on Kevin Bacon because he wouldn't have it. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Kevin, uh, we've seen you with mutton chops before. Guys, all we ask for is 5%. That's all. Just, yeah. <laughs> come on, Disney, get on that shit. <laughs> well, babe. Steve. I've had a wonderful time getting super jumped up on fucking chocolate. and oh, uh, jacked up. Talking about Nick Cage, you know, all the stuff that gets me going. Oh, so hard. That's right. His and dog's head is literally yeah, under yeah, He's now under the bed. Like, apparently the sound of our voice while he's trying to sleep is causing him to just hide. But anyway, I have open food, like, a foot from his head. Yeah, there's food everywhere down here. Like, there's his dog food that he's used to. There's chocolate. There's, I mean, yeah. it, if you took a picture of what where we are right now, it looks like we're trying to kill him. <laughs> It does definitely looks like a doggy trap. <laughs> but uh, but no, he's a good puppy. Like he is good. Like I guess today's officially two weeks since we've yeah. Had him, right? yeah yeah. I guess we can't give him back now. <laughs> yeah, not without a fifty dollar fee and uh, oh, only fifty I, bucks. Yeah, but I don't no. get my I don't get my deposit back. Oh uh, okay. <laughs> no, he's a good dog. Like he we're is. we're still teaching him things, and we even have the Craft Lake City right in the middle of it, which kind of. Yeah. Threw a little hamper in there. But yeah, he's loving it. He he loves Izzy. He loves Steve, too. He just he really bonded with me first. Yeah. 
But Cute. yeah, we're good. He's a good boy, and honestly, for a dog who's been returned multiple times, I was expecting a lot more issues. Than yeah, we have. totally. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you want to see pictures of them, you know, you can find us on uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. I'm sure you can also find some on uh, Izzy's information, whatever oh, that is. You mean at Untidy Venus on all of the social medias and untidyvenus.etsy.com where I sell my goods and wares. And Steve will soon have even more of his amazing pet portraits, including sushi. Yeah, I'll probably make one of those. Thinking like a sushi chef. A sushi chef or a sushi roll. Ooh. Like with a little head and tail sticking yeah, out either. Yeah, look at that. Okay. <laughs> that may be coming soon. <laughs> Guys, let me know what you want to see sushi at. Yeah. And uh, I've been trying to post pictures on my Patreon. I'm sorry, patrons. Um, I've been trying to. My app keeps freezing up, so I just have to do it from my computer. But yes, there will be pictures of the sushis all over. There is a couple at EILF movies, but again, it's, it's just $2 a month. Plus you get yeah. all those back episodes, uh, Patreon exclusive episodes, of which we have yeah. like, like 50 or 60 now. Yeah. Plus those uh, commentaries we used to do. Oh yeah. We may have to redo some of those or at least edit them to... Yeah. I hey, if people want to play them with the shows, they can. I think <laughs> we just need to redo some of those movies as episodes. You probably did. Well, especially like Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah! You mean one of my favorites? <laughs> and Return to the Blue Lagoon. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from Movies. The longest mini episode. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Night, everybody. Oh, the cage! What's going on in the Congo? Things look pretty bad in the Congo right now. I hope you folks have lots of money. Did you get the diamond? No, the diamonds are here. Go ahead, guys. Stop eating my sesame cake. Who's got them? Tell me. Better hands than you should be.